A friend was telling me recently about a buddy of his who is an avid backpacker. They have gone on a good number of trips together deep into the wilderness. And each time they have been out adventuring together, they have run into someone who this fellow suspects might not be doing so well. Maybe they are carrying something that makes it obvious that they are not well prepared. Or maybe it's that they are really clearly lost. And sometimes it's just the look in their eyes. Somehow he senses it. And he always stops and he takes off his pack and he asks them, hey, what do you need? He has come to expect these folks and so chances are good that whatever it is that they need, he probably has it. He has packed extra food, extra gear, water, purifying tablets, first aid, ways to deal with challenging weather, you name it. He's brought it all and he's brought it with the plan to give it away to someone he has not yet met. I loved hearing about this saint of the woods because I had experienced something fabulously similar just a few weeks earlier. When I went backpacking into Kings Canyon at the beginning of the month, there were 10 clergy in the group, nine Episcopal priests, and one brave Lutheran pastor. (laughs) God help him. We represented a a range of ages, of experience levels, of abilities, which was one of the things that made the group so sweet. And one person among us, Bill, stood out. Our first morning together, before we even set foot on the trail, Bill spread out a tarp on top of the snow that had fallen the night before, and he covered it with his offerings. Extra stoves, water filters, warm layers, giant blocks of cheese. There there was a lot of cheese. And he welcomed people to take what they needed. And some people did. And then, once we were out on the trail, and then at each campsite, more gear kept emerging from his pack. He knew we would need it, even if we hadn't realized that when we started. Bill had ways to fix things that broke. He had special kinesiology tape to help people's sore muscles and joints. He had a a truly massive first aid kit, larger than what I have in my house and a traveling pharmacy, and also the knowledge to share it well because he was a wilderness first aid responder. I experienced this as exceptionally kind and generous, the way this seasoned guru of a hiker was so proactively working to keep everyone safe. But it was, it was three days into the hike that I saw just how much he had thought about what we would need. We were tired, and we were freezing, and we were anxiously waiting for the morning sun to come up over the tall ridges and finally start thawing us. 
And while we waited, I, I watched as Bill dug through his pack and got carefully set up there on the ground. He set up a stove and a pan, and then he got another, like he got a pot, and, and pulled out a miniature whisk with which he started mixing up pancake batter. And one at a time, before the sun was shining on us, he made pancakes for each person in the group a couple of times over. He added chocolate chips as requested, which obviously I requested. <laughs> and then he passed around what, what I can only describe as a vat of butter, given how far from civilization we were, and a jug of maple syrup. That's what they felt like. It was a lot of butter and a lot of maple syrup to have carried that far. What will they need? Bill had asked himself ahead of time. So many practical things. And also chocolate chip pancakes with butter and maple syrup. He was right, and it was glorious, and it was sacramental. He knew how to help both our bodies and our souls make it through this big hike in one piece. And this is, this is the care that I hear Paul describing in his first letter to the Thessalonians this morning. Listen again as he describes how his crew of faith leaders served with this young and sometimes rocky Christian community. He writes, We were gentle among you, like a nurse tenderly caring for her own children. So deeply do we care for you that we are determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves because you have become very dear to us. So Paul's strong suit is admittedly not humility. Just going to own that. And, and yet I find it so fascinating and compelling that he lifts up this tenderness as worth mentioning, as worth celebrating, even if he is bragging a little bit in the process. I love it because there are so many other things that we might expect him to be bragging about instead. Where is the big celebration of individual strength or of proving who is the best leader among them or of how clever they've been in figuring out how to rise to the top? It's not there. Because that's not the gospel way. Jesus, and now Paul by extension, is calling us to another way. To one of wholeness and light and love. The early church that he is writing to here has, they've, they've been through the ringer. I mean, they all have. All these young churches and all the groups of itinerant preachers like Paul and his friends. Life is hard for them. The world is tumultuous and unkind, most especially to them. What they are trying to do in living as new Christian communities is, at best, awkward and uncertain. And at worst, it is risky and downright dangerous. This life of theirs has been, in so many forms, a life 
lived in the wilderness. And they have shown up not with swords and rallying cries, but with great tenderness, cradling one another as a mother nursing a child. They have come together expecting to care for one another with their whole selves. Our context is different in so many ways. And yet this sounds awfully familiar to me. One of the great privileges of serving as your rector is hearing people's stories. And in particular, hearing what it is that pulls you to show up at church. Sometimes people come in thanksgiving for great blessings or are hoping then to to find a community to share that goodness with. Sometimes it's a beautiful curiosity or a desire to help the wider community and not have to do that alone. And often, often it is because you have been walking in the wilderness. It could be a deep loneliness or big questions that may not ever have answers. It could be creeping fear about the state of the world and our lives. And sometimes it's just a lot of hurt. What all these things have in common is the way they can come to seem like the wilderness. It's why so many of us, when we find ourselves in these times, begin seeking beauty and connection and meaning in community. At one time or another, most of us have experienced some form of that wilderness. The times when we are brought to our knees, when we're not sure which way to turn, when we realize that on our own, we do not have what it takes. Not the right gear, not the right food, not the right knowledge to make it back home on our own. And then... And then we come together. Or, or maybe, incredibly, we are found right in the middle of the trail. And miraculously, we are fed, and we are tended, and we are held, and we are led forward as one body. We've all known that wilderness in one form or another. And just as those early Christians in Thessalonica did, and just as these wise and tough backpackers do, when we meet each other in the wilderness, we share what we have. That's what we're doing today in a very particular way as we celebrate the ingathering of pledges for the year ahead. We're paying attention to what we have, to what we carry, to what we can offer And we're showing up ready to notice the need in front of us and respond. We're showing up to help feed and shelter and walk each other through the wilderness. We're showing up to walk each other home. This is that sweet, tender care offered for the whole of the community. It's the spark of goodness that Paul saw, one that he knew was entirely necessary right from the beginning. 
He saw how this love was possible in Christian community in a new way, rooted in the abundant life that God has given us in Jesus. He invites us to share that life freely and with great love with everyone, with anyone we meet, with the whole of the body. We can start right here saying, hey, Good morning, friend. What is it that you need? We have it. We have just what we all need right here.